How's it going, guys? Welcome to the Orange Wedge, and a very happy St. Patrick's Day to all our viewers out there. We know you've missed us over these past two weeks, so welcome back. Yeah, this this is March, baby. My, one of my favorite times of the year, Selection Sunday, March Madness. It is a great time to be a sports fan, for sure. And we're here to walk you through it. We're going to have a very special March Madness episode in store. Yes, sir. So stay tuned. Um, we're going to have- give them a run through the schedule. Yeah, so we're going to go through the first-round matchups, kind of our final four picks, the upset picks, some dark horses. And then we're going to have Will Manzi is coming on, I believe. Yes, he'll be on to talk about his upsets and to talk about his final four and champion. Beautiful. Um, He's been very secretive of his bracket, and most of the time he makes outrageous picks that don't work out for him. Most of the time. Yeah. As, As in every year. As in every year, yes. So we'll see what he has in store to lose. Yeah, and then we'll run down some some Pats and NBA talk at the very end. But this is more of a March Madness sort of deal. More of a March Madness episode for you guys. Really yeah. give you what the experts are thinking. So um, I guess we can talk a little bit about our days if you like. Yeah, sounds good to me. What'd you do? Um, I what did, Today? Yes. Uh, I pretty much today. did schoolwork. I was more thinking we could talk about our pickleball match. Oh, great idea. So if you aren't aware, me and BBJ9, we have joined the local Grottenwood Pickleball League. Yeah, we kind of got our butts handed to us by a bunch of elderly women. We definitely did. We definitely did. But I like to look on the bright side that we have huge potential to be the best players there and the best players that Grottenwood's ever seen. All the ladies were saying, did you play tennis? Did you play any racket sports? I was like, "Uh, no, ma'am. No, Julie. I, uh, I just... Play basketball and soccer. He's like, yeah, you're tall. I thought you played basketball, but I mean, the way you move, I figured you might have played tennis. I was like, no. And she's like, yeah, I guess some people are just athletes. I was like, Julie, you hit the nail on the head there. I don't think anyone heard you. You hit the nail on the head there. Just speak up to you. Can you not hear me? I mean, I can. Are uh, we good? Yeah, there's good. Okay. Sorry, we're having some The gist of what he just said is that some lady was complimenting him and he liked it. Uh, No, I can run that through for you again. So basically what happened was Julie... Uh, put me to the side after she saw my match in the pickleball, and she said, did you play any tennis growing up or any sort of racket sports? I said, no, uh, I kind of just played basketball and soccer growing up. And she said, I figured basketball because you're tall and mightily good-looking. That- but I I mean, you haven't played any sort of racket sport? I said, no, Julie, I haven't. She said, well, I guess some people are just freak athletes, and I said, Julie, you hit the nail on the head. And um, for those of you that don't know, Julie is our arch nemesis's wife. Alfred. Alfred. He's very pompous. I'll give it to him. The guy is a hell of a pickleball player. Hell of a pickleball player. <laughs> he, he knows where we're going to be and where we aren't going to be, and he, he picks us apart for sure. Oh, he does all right, and he does with a smug grin on his face. A little Patagonia vest action. Yeah, he's a big vest guy, but, you know, two weeks – We'll be having Alfred's ass coming for you, buddy. I mean, they kept saying our potential was through the roof. They really did. No, no racket sports. No racket sports. No, just pure potential. Yes, yes, sir. So yeah, um, that's pretty much the biggest thing that we did this week. Um, actually, played a little bit of basketball today and got to witness one of the greatest one-on-ones in basketball history. And who is that? It is uh, Mr. Ryan Tedite's football guru. Versus Swaz, and for those of you who aren't familiar, Who's Swaz, Swaz, uh, Swazimoto, Swazimoto, the Ocho. These are all code names for Will Manzi. Oh, I'm assuming T Dites took that home, or well, here's what happened. So T Dites had played four games, and I'm oh. talking four v four full court games. He must have been a it's a wit- 21. He, he was. Mu- 
Must have been as winded as a sailboat. Some no? would say he was winded as a sailboat. Yes. Jeez. And don't tell me Swaz pulled up and tried to play him. Those are not equal playing fields. So Swaz tried. Swaz pulled up after he played those four games. <sighs> after he after he busted his ass and after he had put up great numbers every game as he does. And Swaz goes, "Let's have a little one v one." Wow. You know what that is, Harrison? What is that? That is like a winded cheetah. Uh, no, sorry, a, a fresh leg gazelle. Um, Trying to attack a winded cheetah when it's at and when it's vulnerable. It's true, and everyone knows which one's faster. Everyone knows it's, everyone knows the cheetah will outmatch the gazelle, but the gazelle was just trying to pick his spot, see if he could catch the wee cheetah. But uh, Ryan, Ryan said no, thank you, please. Ryan said no, thank you, please. So here's where the terms were. Ryan said, "All right, Swaz, I just hit three NBA threes in a row. If you can hit just one in three shots, I will play you." Swaz went on to miss three shots in a row. Hit the fourth, Ryan said, you know what? I'm a kind soul. I'll play you. So the Cowardly Lion and Swa- and Ryan started the matchup. Ryan goes on a 5-0 score streak. And wow. Old, wow, he had the whole place in attendance. Everyone wow. was there. He put the fan and fair, fanfare. It was crazy. And then Swaz, you know, starts face guarding him half court. Not really a good 1v1 move. If you ask me, it's a little cowardly. So yes, Swaz did that. Swaz went on to score five points somehow. No one knows how. And then Ryan said, listen, Swaz, I've had enough of this. And he decided to walk away. And, you know, I don't blame the guy because he just played four games. He was winded as a sailboat. Yeah, that's, no, I mean, that's fair enough. But, yeah, so I got to witness that. Beautiful. You ready, it was beautiful. You ready to uh, hop into March Madness? Let's do it. All righty. So we got um, a beautiful – you know, it feels good to have a bracket in your hands after last year. You know? It really does. It was a very depressing March last year with no brackets, but it's good to be back. It's good to be back. My uh, my Kentucky Wildcats, unfortunately, did not make a bid out of the SEC. Lost to Mississippi State. And I, most people who are listening know I'm a diehard Kentucky Hoops fan. So it was really tough to see the boys go out. Terrence Clark, uh, Boston Jr., and it's, um, it's tough. It was tough it's to brutal. watch. That is brutal. But no Blue Bloods really at all. I mean, you got Dukes out. UNC's not an eight seed. Kentucky's out. It's not looking good. No, it's not looking good for those blue bloods. That being said, a loaded field for sure. You have undefeated Gonzaga, 26-0 going to the tourney. Crazy numbers. Yep, and no undefeated team has won since 1976. So they're so, looking to change that this year. I don't know about that. We will see. Probably you not. Number one seed Baylor, who was actually 22-0 until Kansas beat them. So they are a, the best three-point shooting team in the nation and certainly are a force to be reckoned with. However, they've been sort of lackluster as of late, so we'll see. And then the other number one seeds, Illinois, Iowa DeSumo, and Kofi Coburn, just coming off fresh off an overtime win over Ohio State in the Big Ten tourney, and they're looking good. Iowa DeSumo in that mask literally looks like Batman, and I have a little crush. I'm not afraid to say it. I've seen it in action. He does have a bit of a crush. Yeah, he just, I don't blame him. The guy's he, very good at basketball. He looks good while while beating kids at basketball. And, you know, reminds me of myself. You know. Yes, and uh, the other one seed is Michigan, right? Michigan, yes, but without uh, the status of Isaiah Livers is up in the air, and Harrison Isaiah Livers pre injury led Michigan in minutes. Really? Yeah. What yep. was he averaging? Seventeen a game? Something like that. Yeah, and I know for sure it's double digits and. Uh, they did not put on a stellar performance against Ohio State without him, although it did come down to the last possession. So I think they're definitely the most uh, they're the most vulnerable one seed. If a one seed was to go down early, I think it would be Michigan. Fair enough. Um, but let's get right into uh, the bracket here. All right. Start off with the West. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. The West, we have Gonzaga versus North or Norfolk State slash Appalachian State. App State. That will be tomorrow night, the play-in. Um, Gonzaga's going to take care of business. Regardless of who they play, they're going to take care of business. Um, my Grammy does have Norfolk State beating them. Well, Grammy knows best. You know, they say Bulls stakes win the racers. And Very true. So, um, Grammy, I'm sorry. I think uh, Jalen Suggs, Corey Kisper, they're going to take care of business there. I, the spread, by the way, on that game, I, if I was betting man, which I'm not, I would say it's going to be over 30 points. You think so? I would say the spread's over 30 points in that game. But it's not going to be up yet, Harrison, because... Um, no, I was just going to look at what the spread was for another 1 versus 16 I would, I would say the biggest spread would probably be Baylor-Hartford, okay. if I had to guess. And I bet it's in the 20 or high 20s. But, no, they don't show the spread here. Um, I'll look it up. So, Gonzaga is just... I mean, their highest-paced offense in the country. score the most points. They're a lead on defense. They got a top prospect in Jalen Suggs, former um, football prospect. He could have gone to D1 football. He chose basketball. I think he made the right choice. He's about as explosive as they come, and then they have another lottery pick in Corey Kisper, and everything is just it's clicking for the Zags, I have to say. Well, what was your prediction for the spread? I'd say 27. Very close. It was 26. 26. Yes. That's Minus 4,500 money line. That's a lot of points. That is a lot of points. Hartford com- coming fresh off a of victory over the UML Riverhawks. Sorry, Dave. Sorry, Dave. The UML Riverhawks lost in the American East Championship, and it was awful to watch. It was really bad. But credits to them for making there. Yeah, no, it's awesome. awesome Hartford Hawks UML. led by Coach John Gallagher. Gallagher has been the coach at the Hartford Hawks for 11 years, first NCAA tournament bid. Huh. So good for him. Good for John. Too bad you're going to get whacked by Baylor. I feel bad. Not really. You kind of look like a jerk. Um, so, anyway, we have, after the Zags, moving on, we have then Oklahoma, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Who'd you take there? I took Oklahoma. I took Missouri. Interesting. Oklahoma um, was hot at the beginning of the year and then they've really kind of took a tumble it's true one and five in the last six yeah games. so but you know missouri's no better i believe they are three and six in the past nine games yeah i mean but they've both correct me if i'm wrong they've both beaten pretty good competition yes they both have uh they do have a good track record when it comes to their competition this year yeah. so it's gonna be a good game eight nine seed you gotta love it it's gonna be good it's but, pretty much a pick em. yeah it's a pick em. It, so I'm I'm going uh, Missouri just because I think they got a little more pizzazz. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then um, next I have uh, we have Creighton versus the University of California Santa Barbara. Yeah, what do you got there? I have Santa Barbara. I also have Santa Barbara. Uh, upsetting Creighton. Creighton looked horrible in the Big East Championship. Georgetown blew the brakes off them by 30. Santa Barbara's got some nice. Um, I know they're not exactly in a great conference. They got some nice transfers. They got a D1 transfer from I forget where, but. Trust me, the boys from Santa Barbara know how to ball. They've also lost one game in 2021. Yeah, no, they're, one game. they're talented. So regardless of who they play, that gives you some sort of momentum. I think they're going to build off that Creighton loss to Georgetown and just hammer it. Creighton just looks like the Blue Jays just don't look like they have it this year. I'm sorry. No, they do not. And um, what is next? Virginia, Ohio. And what do you have there? I have Virginia, but I could definitely see an upset occurring. You could? Yes. Hold on, let me just, I'm trying to remember. 
this guy's yeah name. because i'm pretty sure um some most of the a lot of virginia players have been in quarantine and if i'm wrong they didn't get to play in their tournament right uh no they got kicked out of the yeah ACC they got kicked out so. which is why georgia tech got a, a free pass to the yeah. semifinal which is kind of lame if you ask me but so they're pulling up there on friday um you know it's yeah one practice in before the game virginia yeah so that's I'm, why i can see the upset i'm taking ohio this is this is my bracket with the most um movement so in this round of 32 you have santa barbara versus ohio that's what i got um ohio has one of the best stories in the college basketball and jason preston get this harrison the guy jason preston averaged two points in high school basketball two points okay i'm getting it and he said oh, i'm not gonna go to call i'm not gonna uh play basketball in college obviously you got zero interest from anyone he goes to florida he just goes to regular college doesn't play basketball. He goes to a turn AAU tournament with a friend. The, co- the he's um he plays in the AAU tournament. Uh, coach at a prep school is like, oh, why don't you come play for this prep school? He plays in the C team, works his way up to the A team. Eventually, gets an offer, a fifth year offer from Ohio, and now he averages, I believe, eighteen points per game and is just a straight baller. Wow! I mean, the dude can play. There's a difference between a basketball player and a hooper, and this kid is a freaking hooper. That's true. And for those of you who haven't started watching Last Chance U Basketball, definitely do it. And I've fallen in love with Preston's Preston's game, per se. And need I remind you, um, Ohio played Illinois down to the buzzer in January, and Preston had 31. And they only lost by four points. So this could be the perfect storm for Ohio. So I have Ohio... Beating Virginia, Virginia is going to be all. First of all, they're not that great of a team anyway, and now they're dealing with COVID and they have to travel. It's dicey. And guess what? When you have COVID, these guys are. What people don't understand are these guys are not like they don't. They aren't practicing when they have COVID. They're in isolation. Every single one of Virginia's players is in isolation right now, and then they get to practice Friday. And first, as a basketball player, a former basketball player, your first. Your first practice after not practicing for eight days is not going to be good. I can guarantee you that's going to be mostly stretching. Because if I'm serious, if you go in after eight games into straight scrimmaging, you're going to break something. So it's going to be mostly stretching, and then they have to go in and play Ohio, thinking they can, oh, maybe we can beat these guys. They're kind of bad. Jason Preston knocks them in the mouth. That's my prediction. So a little bit of the dicey first uh, region, but Fair that's enough. what I have. Fair enough. And then what's the next game? We got USC versus either Wichita State or Drake, the U- cover gods. USC is going to win. Yeah. Evan Mobley's too good. He's like, he's an uh, NBA prospect. He's 6'10. He's, There's two Mobleys on that team, right? Uh, baby. I, I just know Evan Mobley is, is a freaking beast. He can guard one through five. He presents so many problems for Wichita or Drake. I just don't see how they could possibly stop him. So I'm taking USC. I also took USC. All right. Then we got your boys, Kansas. Kansas Jayhawks, baby. Versus East Washington. Kansas also has COVID. They're in a similar situation to Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, difference is I just don't think Eastern Washington's got the juice. <laughs> I, I And I think Kansas, they played decently well before, the, um, before their tournament. And uh, they actually knocked off Baylor. Pre, if they didn't have COVID, I probably would have picked them to make the Final Four. I can't do that this year. So 
Um, yeah, I got Kansas. All right, same here. All right, next game we got Oregon versus VCU. Who you got? I have Oregon. I also have Oregon. I think Oregon's the most underseeded team in the tournament. I think they should be a five, or at very least a six. A seven's a disrespectful. They're a great Pac-12 team, and I think they're going to beat VCU by double digits. All right. Double-digit Oregon win. All right. Chalk that in, folks. Yep. And then we got our last game in the West. We have Iowa versus Grand Canyon. Iowa. Hawkeyes. Shooters. Yeah. Mark it down. Even though my Grammy has Grand Canyon Final Four. (laughs) She loves it. It's a beautiful place, she tells me. Oh, yeah? You'd have Grand Canyon versus Iowa. Oh, Grand Canyon's beautiful. (laughs) I'm going to go Grand Canyon. I love that logic. Grand Canyon versus Gonzaga. Oh, I got to go. It's a beautiful place. <laughs> so she, wait, did you say she has Grand Canyon in the Final Four? She does. Wow, that is a bold take, Grammy. Hopefully, well, it wins you something. She's she's definitely old and she's wise. So there you go. Very know. wise. But yeah, you know, I've only seen one Iowa game this year, and uh, everyone's boy, what is it, Luca Garza? Right, Luca Garza, bro. Luca Garza, he's Top, a beast. He's a huge eyebrows. Arguably the best player in college basketball. Yeah. So that's that, and that's the West for you. There you go. All right, let's switch it over to the East. Michigan, take care of business. First round, don't want to hear who, anything else. Who are they? Who are they possibly playing? Um, Texas Southern or Mount St. Mary's. Ah, I see. But yeah, Michigan, definitely. Yeah, Michigan rolls even without Isaiah Livers. Um, LSU St. Bonaventure is probably my favorite first round matchup. Interesting. Um, it is two teams I would have picked to go far if they weren't playing each other. Um, LSU is a great um, offensive team. Obviously, playing the SEC, they got a a great player in Wofford, and I think they just got a lot of athlete, but St. Bonaventure coming off the A-10 victory over VCU. I'm going to roll with the Bonnies. Yeah, I'm I got gonna, too. I'm going to roll with the Bonnies, even though LSU's hot off that SEC tournament run with that, uh, being a shot away from beating Alabama. I just think Bonaventures are well coached, and I think they got some magic in them. Although they haven't won a tournament game in guess how many years? 20. 41. 41 They have not won an NCAA tournament game in 41 years. Wow. And that changes in 2021. St. Bonnie's still around to 32. Reading here that they have their entire starting lineup all averages double-digit scoring. It's true. That's very impressive. Um, I have to say this, a little disclaimer. If anybody has LSU going to the Final Four, then there's something wrong with their head and they have to check it out. Who would have LSU going to the Final Four? I actually have no idea, but that's just a disclosure for everybody out there, okay? Okay, Okay, that's fair. All right. Colorado, Georgetown, who you got? Colorado, I just, I mean, you want to take Georgetown, but I'm sure you did. But I want to take Georgetown, and I'm going to take Georgetown. Yeah, okay, I thought so. I think Patrick Ewing's got these boys playing some ball. They just won the Big East tourney. Colorado's, uh-huh. I, I'm going to say Colorado's frauds. There shouldn't be a five seed. I think if they do squeak by Georgetown, Florida State's going to whomp them. Yeah, I agree So Colorado are frauds. I think Georgetown... Wins outright. All right. It's going to be a good game. Yep. A Patrick Ewing magic, baby. Patrick Ewing magic, baby. And we got Florida State, UNC, Greensboro. I got Florida State, and I got them going a long way, too. So. Really? Interesting. Yeah. I got Florida State. Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes and the boy Leonard Hamilton and the boys. Um, Scotty Barnes, top 10 NBA prospect. I hate his game. He wears a weird left sock, <laughs> um, and he can't shoot. But that being said... Very elite defensively, very elite playmaker. There's a reason he's a top ten prospect. I just don't as a 
as a three-point marksman myself, I, I don't like prospects who can't shoot. Just not my thing. But he could end up being all right. Uh, BYU versus Michigan State at UCLA. I'll just preface I got BYU. Interesting. I have UCLA, Michigan State. Mm. And I have absolutely zero reason for you. That's I, just what my gut was telling me. That's fair. I got I got a BYU because they gave Gonzaga a pretty good run in the Missouri I've Valley. Just read that three of their past six losses are to Gonzaga. So yeah, BYU could play. Yeah, definitely tough. Shout out Trevin Baxter. Shout out Trevin Baxter and his brother, yeah. like cousin, cousin. Plus BYU still got to sprinkle the Jimmer magic. <laughs> they do. <laughs> you think it's still there? It's still there. Alrighty. Texas Abel, I don't even know how you say that. Abel, Abel Christian. Abel Christian. I got Texas. Shaka Smart. I have Texas Jericho too. Sims and the boys. Jericho Sims is their center. Oh my god, he is playing such great ball. He is playing such great ball. He he is coming into his own at the right time. He's just looking. Shaka Smart with his curly hair. He's when he made the run with VCU he had bald hair. Now he's got curly hair, and uh, he's looking pretty sexy. So I got Texas rolls. All right. All right. Next, we got Yukon Huskies versus the Maryland Terrapins. Evans Huskies, huh? Evans Huskies. Um, Yukon has a very good player in James Boatwright. Maryland has the most losses out of anyone in the tournament field. Interesting. Um, Not I'm ta- know that. I'm taking Yukon. I, I don't like to uh, pick against Yukon in March, so I'm taking Yukon. I also have Yukon, yes. All um, right. Last game of the East, we have Alabama versus our old teacher, school Iona. Oh, Mr. Fitz? Mr. Fitz. Iona! Iona! What are you boys talking about in the back? Iona going to the Final Four! Uh, Great guy. Yeah, Rick Pitino's Iona. They get, Rick Pitino gets a lot of uh, praise for bringing the best team in the conference to the Final Four. I mean, they to the Final Four, to the tournament. Uh, Iona's been there the past four years. I just think Rick Pitino did what he was supposed to do, to be honest with you. And they were a nine seed, Harrison, but it's a little. Uh, they were a nine seed in their tournament. It was a little. Um, how do I say this? Not accurate because they had a fifty-two game, a fifty-two day stretch where they didn't play any games. What? Because of COVID, they just had a bunch oh, of outbreaks, wow. and they were the nine seed, the first nine seed in that conference to be favored to win every single game. <laughs> so it's a bit of a. It gets dicey when you get into it, but oh, I'm sure it gets real dicey. Um, Iona, I I like the program. I think they're a great, great basketball program, and I want to pick the Magic with Rick Pitino, but Alabama is just too good. Yeah, agree. I got to move it on. Although I would like to see an upset. That'd be awesome. All right. Next, we have the South. South region. Let's start it off. Baylor versus Hartford. We. Briefly touched on Baylor this. Baylor rolls next. Yeah. North Carolina, UNC, Wisconsin. This is interesting. You got two kind of experienced programs. You got a bunch of five-star recruits in North Carolina. Um, I'm going to take Caleb Love and the Tar Heels. I also have UNC. Yeah. Although, I mean, that's a, it's a pick em. Yeah. Um, I actually – so then we have Nova versus Winthrop. Uh, it's a trendy upset pick. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Winthrop has one loss. Villanova has six. Six. They were without Colin Gillespie. Um, I got I uh, see I was going back and forth on this all week. I'm gonna take Nova to survive and win. Even though I think Winthrop has definitely this is gonna be a close game, don't get me wrong. Yep. But Nova, my boy Jermaine Samuels. I met him at when I was fifth grade in AAU tournament. He still follows me on Instagram, no big deal. 
Um, Jermaine Samuels is probably the second or third best player on this team. Jermaine, if you're listening, I love you. And I think you're going to make a run to the second round and then lose. But um, I think you, Jermaine, I think you got enough juice to beat Winthrop. So I'm taking Nova and the Wildcats without Colin Gillespie to go to the second round. Wow. Notice how he emphasizes second round. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Uh, next we have. Can't bet against my boy Jay Swizz. I just won't do it. I won't make you. <laughs> next we have Purdue versus North Texas. Uh, I got the Boilermakers. I also have the Boilermakers, one of my favorite March Madness teams I ever. I think North Texas stinks. I think they stink real bad, like moldy cheese. So Do you? I'm Is that taking, how you feel? I'm taking the Boilermakers. Nice. Texas right. Tech, Utah State. Another big upset trend right there. Yeah, I don't have a feeling. I got Texas Tech. I also have Texas Tech. Although I do like the guy in Utah State. They made a run in their tournament, too. And uh, I do like the guy in Utah State who said he's number 44 because of the Wendy's 4 for 4. Do you see that? <laughs> I did see that, yeah. Yeah, I'm number 44 because I like the Wendy's 4 for 4. I mean, respect. Yeah, If they win, it'll be because of that guy. But Texas Tech, who coming off, people forget, they made the national championship game against Virginia just two years ago. They have some pedigree in March, so I'm taking Texas Tech. All right, all right. Next, we have Arkansas versus Colgate. Now, Jack Barry, I want to preface this by saying I'm sorry, but Colgate has, does not stand a chance in this game. Um, and don't disagree with me. I Do you have Colgate? Don't have Colgate. Okay. But I will say, Mr. Barry, I think Colgate has more of a shot than Mr. Southwick is letting on. I just don't trust teams named after toothpaste. I just can't do it. <laughs> I can't. I just... I pitched me, and it was, if it was Crest, I would do the same thing. I just can't pick teams that are after toothpaste. Plus, the Razorbacks got a hell of a squad this year, so uh, I'm I'm taking Arkansas to the round of 32, three seed. I'm sorry, Jack. Sorry, Jack. Um, Colgate, great school. They always find a way into the tourney. It seems, but uh, I can't do it. I can't do it. I would, but at the same time, part of I can't, I'm not gonna say I'm not. I'm picking Arkansas, but if Colgate was to pull it off. I wouldn't be shocked. I'll say that. Oh, I just want to let you guys know right now that the Celtics are currently down 17 to the Cavs. That's bad. A little upsetting, but back to our normal content. That's not good. No. All right. Uh, second to last game of the South, we have Florida versus Virginia Tech. What do you got? Oh, I got Florida. Trey Mann is a little underrated. Um, Virginia Tech hasn't played a lot of basketball this year. Um, I think they played if not the least amount of games in the tourney, pretty close to it. The Hokies have had a good year. Everyone projected them to be very bad. They have not been. That being said, Trey Mann is a hooper. And I'm taking Florida. Yeah, they. I'm looking at this right now. They've played five out of their last eight games. They've had those five out of the eight last games canceled due to COVID. And, well, yeah, I guess you're right. They really have not played a lot this year. Appreciate it. Uh, I, you're welcome. Yep. Yeah, um, I I don't know. Right now, I have Florida, but we'll see. I got I got Ohio State rolling against Oral Roberts. That's the next one. Yeah, I also have Ohio State. Yep. So then we get to the last, the Midwest. Uh, the Midwest. Um, Illinois is over the Drexel Dragons. Drexel. I hate Drexel. Drexel beat Northeastern tough. Drexel beat Northeastern. They are, and they also beat my. They're actually um, not a bad team. They're not a bad team, but they also beat my dear sweet friend Rumps, yeah, Elon, yeah, yeah. the it's Elon tough. Phoenix. Tough. Very tough. Yeah, I think. Love um, your Rump. It. They're just running into a buzzsaw in Illinois. I'm sorry. Um, 
Loyola Chicago Georgia Tech is another very very interesting game because you got the ACC champions in Georgia Tech. Although Virginia and Duke kicked out because of COVID, does the ACC championship really count? I say no. Duke wasn't standing a chance. Yeah, going on a bit of a run. They were going on a bit of a run. Um, uh, this is. It's going to be a great, great game. One of my favorite games in the first round. Um, wouldn't be surprised if it goes either way. I think it's truly 50-50. But I can't bet against Loyola Chicago and Sister Jean in March. So I'm going Loyola Chicago. And they have a, they're actually like a top 20 team this year. I think, they, I think they're a little disrespected in the eighth seed. And I think they got a little chip on their shoulders. So I'm going to take them. I'm going to preface my pick by saying, sorry, Dave Portnoy. I know you hate her. <laughs> Sister Jean, she's your arch nemesis. I also have Loyola Chicago, though. Yeah, uh, Georgia Tech's coach pretty cool, though. Wears a face shield. Yeah, he, he brought in a COVID pinata to the. What the hell they, is a COVID pinata? You know, like pinata filled with candy, but it was it was it was shaped as the coronavirus. Because <laughs> they beat, they won the ACC tournament, didn't get COVID, so they smashed a big COVID. That's uh, pretty funny. Pinata. I like. Yeah, that. he's a funny guy. Um, but too bad he's gonna lose. <laughs> too bad. Uh, Sorry. Ten- Tennessee, Oregon State. You got Oregon State going on a hell of a run to win. Their conference championship, they would not have got on if they didn't. A little bid-stealer action, but I got the volunteers. Yeah, same here. And then Oklahoma State Liberty. Liberty, if you remember, upset, um, I forget who, but they upset in the first round last year. Yeah. Won't happen to Kate Cunningham. Won't happen to Kate Cunningham this year. I got Oklahoma State winning that. Yeah, I also have Oklahoma State, and I do not remember that upset. Actually, yes, I do. who they play? I don't know. Idea? I don't know. Liberty won, though. They were a 13 seed last year too, right? Yeah, they lost. Yeah. Um, San Diego State or Syracuse? I don't want to say. Be careful. <laughs> I don't want to say. You can't bet again. What, what are you gonna do? I don't. I don't. I don't know what I want to say on this one. Mm-hmm. You gotta tell the audience because I got my pick here, and then I realize that if somehow, some way that he listens to it, yeah. then he, I will get a text or a call, and he will not be happy. Right now, San Diego State. I got San Diego State as well. Oh, you're terrible. They've won 14 in a row. They're rolling. Everyone seems to write them off because they get the, the name in Syracuse. I got San Diego State rolling, although Buddy B. Buddy Bayheim is quite a shooter. He's he's good. You, but, yeah, you tell him. And, and the Bayheim 2-3 zone does give team fits. I don't know. I might change that. But for right now, I got San Diego State. <laughs> uh, West, Sorry, I guess. West Virginia, Moorhead State. I got West Virginia. I also have West Virginia. Um, and then Clemson, Rutgers, who you got? Uh, I have Rutgers, and a little shout-out to my guy, Felish. Why? Because both his parents went to Rutgers. Oh, it's too big bad. Big Rutgers it, guy. Too bad they're going to lose. I don't know. They I haven't mean, made the tournament since 1991. I know. It's a big moment for them. Yep. Yep. And the first team to about 40 wins in this game. They are terrible, both terrible offenses. I know. We watched. What um, game did we watch? Clemson-Louisville. Clemson-Louisville was yeah. one of the worst basketball games I've ever seen in my entire life. What they have? 19 points each at yeah, halftime? it wasn't great. But oh. Clemson. Jesus. Clemson will win this game. We will They see. will. Plain and simple. And then I got Houston over Cleveland State in the last one. Is that what you have? Yes, I also have that. Um, I just want to make a point in this bracket, a ridiculous amount of orange. Think about it. You have Illinois 1, Clemson, Illinois, Tennessee, Syracuse. Oregon State, Oklahoma State, Syracuse, Rutgers. Texas Tech. No, Texas Tech is red. Oh, I thought it was orange. Red and black. You have Illinois, Tennessee, Oregon State, Oklahoma State, Syracuse, Clemson. That's six teams. Yeah, that is that a little ridiculous. Orange. The orange bloods. That's interesting. It is, you know. Um 
So that's the first round. We can go into a little Sweet 16 picks if you want. Sweet 16 picks? Or what do you want to do, Final Four? Uh, we can give them an insight to our Elite Eight if you want. Okay, my, uh, my Elite Eight, I got, I got Zags, Iowa, Florida State, Texas, Baylor, Ohio State, Illinois, and San Diego State. Use San Diego State going that far. Uh, they're, they're good. They're a good basketball team. Interesting. Um, honest to God, mine's pretty similar. I have Gonzaga, Iowa, Florida State, Bama, Baylor, Ohio State, Illinois, Houston. Mm, interesting. Interesting. And you know what as well? Final Four. What do you got for Final Four? Iowa, Texas, Ohio State, Illinois. Iowa, Texas, Ohio State, Illinois. Oh, you have Gonzaga losing. I have Gonzaga losing to the Hawkeyes. Um, uh-huh. I don't think Gonzaga, although they made the national championship, has a history of not making. They had a, okay. They made it to the national championship last year. Although they have a history of not making Final Fours, I think they're going to go back to their roots. Uh. I think Luka Garza and the three-point shooters of Iowa uh. are going to take them down the Elite Eight. It's going to be a shocker. Everyone's bracket's going to be busted, not mine. Um, <laughs> here's the deal. Gonzaga is not... I, it's tough. What were you about to say? The, I don't think they're going to win the national championship. They're, I don't either. They're good, but they're really, really good. Jalen Suggs is really good, and Corey Kisper really good. They're just so riddle me this: Do you think that if Gonzaga makes the national championship, they'll win? Uh, depends who they're playing. If they end up playing, you know who? Illinois. Yes. Probably. I, I'd probably have Illinois. I mean, I have Illinois. I, I mean, I have Illinois, Iowa, and Illinois winning the whole thing. Illinois, Iowa. That's what I have in my championship game. Um, that'd be a good game rematch. Yeah, I um, Iowa to me is getting slept on, and I think I think people are sleeping on the fact that BYU gave Gonzaga a run for their money right before they entered the tournament. And if I'm if I'm Gonzaga, I'm not loving that. I'm feeling a little uh, a little wary. A little wary. I am, and people forget a lot. A lot of uh, undefeated teams have lost in the second round. Or number, a lot of number one overall seeds have lost in the second round. As Virginia, how that went two years ago or three years ago. Mm. They lost to UMBC in the first round. Mm. But that the being said, retrievers. that being said, Gonzaga is a much heavier favorite. Um, I think I just I I don't think they're gonna win now. What are their odds to win? It's like plus four hundred, right? No, plus two hundred five. Plus two hundred five, and you know what? Many of you guys are betters out there. Uh, we recommend taking Illinois plus seven hundred to win the whole thing. Yeah, I have Illinois winning, but at the end of the day, I'm just not going to bet against Iowa and Kofi. They're they're um they're good players and they got elite. Kofi. They got a top ten defense and they've played actually. This is a fact. They've played the toughest competition of anyone in the field. They've had the hardest strength of schedule, and they're battle tested. Iron sharpens iron. Illinois is going to win the national championship. All right. All That's right. That's what I got. I like you have it. Illinois winning too, right? Yes, I do. I have them over Gonzaga, though. Uh, can I run through real quick some Final Four, some final four sleepers? Yeah, you go do that while I, uh, I'm going to go do something. Okay. Um, Alabama. Yeah, see, I have Texas beating Alabama in the Sweet 16. Shocker Smart, Jericho Sims. Remember the name, Jericho Sims. You'll remember it by the end of March. This guy is a beast. He pulls down boards. Little hook shot, little dunk in the paint. He's good. Um, in terms of my final four sleepers, like late seeds that are final four sleepers, none of which I had in my bracket. But if I was to tell you some teams, I wouldn't be surprised. 
to go to the Final Four that are higher seeds. Uh, North Carolina, Roy Williams. As I said, they have a bunch of five-star recruits. Caleb Love's a great player. If they turn things on and got it going, I can see them I can see them being one seed in the second round, and then it's, it's all systems go. Um, UConn. I can see UConn making a run as a seven seed. Um, who else? I'm trying to think. Um, that might be it in terms of high seeds. What, Harrison? Yeah. Oh, my car keys. Okay. One here. I'm throwing them. All right. One second, boys. Oh, sorry. I blocked in Harrison's mom. It's a little, little fiasco. Don't worry. I'll keep you entertained for these uh, next. Harrison has to move my truck, though. We'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, a hell of a March Madness. I, it's good to have it back. I really missed it last year. Um, I think here's the deal. It's I just don't I don't love Gonzaga. I really. Think they're if they go down early, it'll be the ultimate shocker. But I just don't, I don't think I'm gonna run through some stats with you guys. Um, Gonzaga is not only the highest scoring team, but the fastest team, so that will be even more of a shocker when they lose. Slowest team is Virginia, uh, best free throw shooting team, Oral Roberts. They're gonna lose to Ohio State. Worst free throw shooting teams, Rutgers at 63.2%. That is horrible. Um, best three-point shoot, shooting team, as I mentioned, is Baylor. Um, the tallest team, if you're wondering, is USC. And the deepest bench is one through. Um, this is interesting. The most efficient offenses, Gonzaga, Iowa, Baylor, Ohio State. No surprises there. Um, and then the most efficient defenses, Loyola, Chicago, has the most efficient defense in the country. I told you, I don't think they deserve to be an eight seed at all. Um, but yeah. And then like another thing you look for is like in terms of picking a champion, it's like if you have like a top ten guard, you're gonna have a good shot. And the teams that have those are, are Tennessee with um Jaden Springer, obviously Illinois with I my boy A uh, Ao, Ao Desumu. And then you got Gonzaga, obviously Jalen Suggs, Corey Kispert. Um, Arkansas, another name to look out for, Moses Moody. The guy can play. The guy can play. And then, as I said, UConn, James Boatwright's really good. Um, um, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm waiting for Harrison here. I, I can go through um, a little fun facts with you guys. Um, 20% of brackets have Gonzaga winning it all currently. Oh, sorry, 39% of brackets have Gonzaga winning it all. I think those are lazy people who don't want to put in the work. Um, and this is interesting. 33.3% of people have Gonzaga to win the title. Normally, teams hover around 15 to 20% there, so it's the most dominant favorite I've seen in a while. And for some reason, Houston, the top five to win it this year, Gonzaga at 33%, Houston 13.2%, Baylor at 8, Illinois at 8, Michigan at 7. I think Michigan's really going to miss Isaiah uh, Livers. 
I think they're just not the same team without him. And they're saying it's like a stress injury from them. That's what Michigan Michigan's being like interestingly like, like really vague about it. Um I think he comes back for the final four if they make it. I just think they don't make it there. But it's interesting because if you pick Michigan and you hold out hope that they can string together a couple wins to get to the Final Four, then all of a sudden you have your team back for the Final Four and they could win the national championship. It's a matter of if they can hang on to the Final Four without Isaiah. I don't think they can. If they do get to the Final Four without him, I wouldn't bet against him to win the whole thing. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, Oklahoma, another fun fact, Oklahoma State has the most um, wins against tournament teams in the bracket, which is nice. Um, Oklahoma State, Kate Cunningham, it's going to be a heck of a Sweet 16 matchup with Illinois. Io versus Cade, I mean, that's pretty much as good as it gets. Um, I think Oklahoma State is really good, and if they didn't go up against uh, Illinois – I would probably have them making a pretty deep run, but as I said, they run into a buzzsaw there. How how'd it go, Harry? Well, Brian, you put me in a tricky situation. What'd you do? I had to expertly maneuver the driveway to reposition your car. Very nice. But mission accomplished, and I'm back. Which way is it facing? Do I have to reverse out? No, you do not. I actually have it closer down the driveway than you were before. Wow. What a beast. What I do best. Um, yeah, what are you I was talking about. Pretty much just going over some fun facts with them. Wow, I bet they loved that. Not didn't you crazy. guys? Just, just trying to keep them entertained. All right, uh, I want to give a uh, old Swazi pal a call. I'd love to give Swazi pal a call. All right, let's call Swazi pal. I like that name. Foot of ten, it's in Diddy again. <laughs> what's what's he? Uh, what's Swaz talking to us about? I have no idea. Here we go. I hope he answers. Is he going to leave you? Did you tell him you were calling? Yeah. Wow. All right, Swazi pal. That is unreal. I didn't give him an exact time, but... No, I feel you. That's all might be calling. Wow. Oh, he's calling me right now. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Swazi pal? What up? Hello, William. Am I live on the orange wedge right now? You no, are, not yet. You, no, you're live. Hold him up there. You're, no, you're live, on, you're live on the orange wedge. I'm live on the orange wedge. You are. It's always quite the honor to be, uh, to be on this show. It's one of the best um, podcasts around. Well, I'm going to need you to talk louder here. You can't hear me? There you go. There you go. Hello? That's, Hello? Yeah, that's no, good right that's there. Good. Yeah, that's baby. Good. Is, that, is, that a, is that a good volume? That's a great volume. That's where we need you to be. Okay, what, what are we talking about? Let, you know... You know, um, well, first, me, well, I want to I want to know how your day a, went. We were talking about a pretty interesting one-on-one matchup you had with Mr. T Knights. Ah, yes. Um, so as you know, I uh, I came home today because it's St. Patrick's Day. Right. Um, I'm, I'm a quarter Irish, so we, we do a little bit of a celebration. We get some corned beef. Nice. Uh, some cabbage, carrots, soda bread, potatoes. We we uh, you know. 
hook it up in a nice little you know broth and we eat it. It's really good. That sounds real um, nice. Home. And then, but I decided to stop by the um, the famous Cutler Court uh, on my way. Nice. Uh, before before I went before I you know went all the way to my house, I decided to stop at Cutler because I heard that I heard that Ryan Tedites uh, was was uh, was hanging around those parts. Three points. Three point marksman. Three point marksman, as they say. Um, As everyone sure says, yes. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, Swazi pal. What did you just say right there? I'm not sure how accurate the the, the title of three point marksman is as it relates to Ryan Tedates. So, what would you use to describe him? Um, just like a guy. Wow, what a bland like a, a, name. Kind of like, he likes to talk, I guess. He likes to talk more than he likes to play real basketball. So would you call him a basketball player or a hooper? Neither, actually. Wow. Wow. Um, definitely not a hooper, that's for sure. Brian Scott is a hooper. Well, I've heard he's great. For, for reference. I've heard he's real good. What are you, Swazi pal? I'm a, I'm a, decent, I'm a decent basketball player. I'm nothing too special, but uh, when I play against, um, you know, the scum of the earth. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I look like LeBron James out there, as you could, as, as you saw today, Harrison. Um, I were we were we at two different courts today? Uh, no, Harrison. <laughs> I'm just confused. I, I, I'm, I, wait, hold on, hold on, Swazi I pal. Swazi Swazi pal, I'm gonna have to stop you right there, okay, Ocho. Swaz? <laughs> you told me uh, you had to stop me right there. Yeah, I'm glad you talking. stopped. Thank you. Now let me talk, please. All right, Swazi pal. Here's what I saw today. First off, to say that you look like LeBron James amongst men like Ryan Tedites is an absolutely bogus statement. I don't know if LeBron James would let scum of the earth go on a 5-0 run. And hold on, hold on. Let, let, me, let me also say that this quote-unquote scum of the earth was as winded as a sailboat. I, I, okay, like I never like real athletes, like like real athletes. So maybe it doesn't apply. Like when they've been playing for a little bit, like that, they, that means they're at their best. Like if I've got a couple games down under, under my belt, like and I'm about to play like a fourth game or whatever, I'll pick up. Like I'm feeling, I, I'm, I'm at my peak. Like my blood's my blood's running. I'm getting a little sweat going. My, my jumper, I'm feeling my jumper. This kid, I come over to the court, he's making excuses the minute I step foot anywhere near him. It, I mean, it was ridiculous. I mean, this guy, he, he's, uh, he, I, don't, I don't know, he's, he's, not a, he's not a competitor, I guess. Wow. I don't know what happened. He, 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 went, on, he went on this 5-0 run, as you like to say. Um, as I like to say, it's what happened. He, he, had, two, he had two threes. Deep threes. Um, he, he, yeah, they were deep One threes. right over um, your head. But then, um... He got then, he, then, but then you know, I, you know, and I, I'm not, I didn't give him the points, but he, I'll give him, he had two shots. But then, it's got, the earth, I, right? I, I, I got kind of my, I got my, I got my footing underneath me, and I started to play as a, uh, to the level I'm capable of, and, and, and it quickly became a um, sort of a, you know, an overmatched. Uh, about, and, and then it was now, now, Swazi Pell, I'm going to have to stop you right there one more time. No, 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 let me finish over there. no I can't do that. I'm sorry. So he, what did you say? Listen, I, you heard me. I didn't so hear you, actually. I tie it up 5-5. Five five. Okay. 
And this kid decides to quit the game. This, this three-point marksman, huh? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, no, no, he's a real great competitor. No, he'll, so he decides to quit because he's tired. And I'm sitting there like, wow, this holy wooly. And, like, you know, I, I have respect for Ryan James. I, I think he's, a, I think he's a, a really knowledgeable guy. I think he's got a great sense of humor. And, and, and I love oh, hanging out with him, but... It's as it's as clear as day that he's not a good basketball player. He's not a competitor, and he's hardly an athlete. So, wow, those are fighting words from Swazi pal. Well, I just don't. What do, you, what, what do you want me to say? Who quits the game at five five after the after day? Well, day? can I can I? Swazi pal, can I talk now? Who, who, makes the, who says they're tired after after playing pickup? Swazi, no Swazi, Swazi pal, can I can I talk, please? Yeah, yeah. All right. So here's what I saw from my own two eyes. So I saw Ryan T. Knights, Mr. Three-Point Marksman. I saw him playing earlier. These were full-court 5v5 games, and they are playing at 21. Now, for a man who has not done any physical activities since the fall, you can see how he would get tired after playing four of those. Oh, yeah, boo-hoo. Well, I wouldn't say boo-hoo, but at the same time. All right, well, let's get into some March Madness, my friend. I, I, I know. I, I, no, I, I don't want to. You know why? Because I think Harrison's ridiculous. I, I think he. I think. He, I think he's a, a nonsensical person. Why? Because these are these are these are just ridiculous statements. This kid. I'm supposed to feel bad for this kid because he's a ran a day in his life, so he can't keep up with. He, he doesn't have the stamina for it. I'm sorry. You can't. He, you know, I wouldn't be saying any of this, but the fact that he claims he, he he's all great and all, and he could beat me in a basketball game, and then come out and give me that crap, and now I'm gonna come back. Hey, that's fair. That's fair. Thanks. <laughs> no problem. You're welcome. Do you want to get into March Madness now? I love to get into March Madness now. Oh, right? well, I have to yeah. say one I more thing. To do whatever you guys want me to say, whatever you want me to do, you let me know. Oh, right? well, I want to. I just want to say one last thing. I do think that you have an edge over Ryan T. Knights in basketball. Well, I, I, you know, Harrison, I, I was honestly sort of unsure of that, and I, it was, I'm glad to get your, to get your, uh, your your um you know your clarification on that on that so thanks a lot. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. So Will, um, do you have any upsets you want to run us through? Maybe first round. We are, we already went through our, our our brackets, but we're curious on what you have. Any any uh, quirky first round upsets or? Yeah, I got a couple. Um, it depends. How many? How many you want me to give? You want me to give you one big one or a couple couple like less big well, ones but still sort of stunning? How many do you have? You know, I mean, I think it's important in any in any bracket that that aims to be successful to have, you know, four or five, uh, not necessarily all of them being um, drastic upsets, but there's got to be at least five double digit, maybe double digit seeds in there that, that pull off pull off wins. So I'm yeah, I got I got five, four six. my I got four myself. So why don't you run us through all your double digit upsets? Um. Well, I'm I actually am not going to run through all of them. Because, as I was telling Harrison today on the phone, I do like to keep my cards close to my chest. Oh, I wow. also am not, if not completely um, finish the process of um, solidifying my selection. So I, I'm going to just give you one big one. Okay. That's going to really make your jaws drop. All right. You're, you guys are going to be a problem. You might laugh. You might, laugh, you might, you might cry. Hold on. Well, well, I have to interrupt you for news that the Patriots have just signed Kyle Van Noy. Now, I was hearing rumors about that all day, and I'll tell you, if they got him for, like, I mean, they probably got him for I don't know the contract details. My father just texted me, actually. 
That's great news. I know. Um, he actually was great. I'll make a, a quick comment on that. Um, the, the whole, I mean, him being released by the Dolphins in the first place was kind of a surprise. I mean, the oh, he played well last year, yeah. Yeah, he played well. They had a rejuvenation on defense. Um, he he was kind of he was sort of the, the the heart and soul of that of that of that unit. Maybe 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 not. Maybe he's not. Maybe they're there. making room for Deshaun. No, yeah, perhaps, but um, but they, because they didn't give him uh, a sizable deal. But no, I'm, I'm happy. That's, that's nothing but good news to hear. You know. Yeah. So what what was the what was the upset that was gonna make my jaw drop? So there's a certain number two seed, and they go by the name of the Iowa Hawkeyes. Is that what it is? It is yes. the Hawkeyes. And they are gonna get. So are you using Grammy logic on that one? Huh? Are you using Grammy logic on that one where the place is no, nice? No Grammy logic there, although I wouldn't be remiss for using Grammy logic. Grammy, no, you wouldn't. I'm just Grammy I'm saying. Grammy did Grand Canyon over Iowa. Uh, I think Grammy has got her eyes set on winning those 10 bucks then, Brian, because <laughs> that is a fantastic pick. I think it's, you know, it's, it's great. Sure, it's ballsy, um, and some might say, but... Iowa got Luca Garza. They got great shooters in the wing. Listen, they do. They have, uh, you know, I'm not gonna like come on the air here and make myself out to be this college basketball expert. I'm far from it. Right. But I've been watching some games lately, and I just, uh, for me, the Iowa team just seems ripe for disappointment, ripe for upset. They seem, they seem like perfect upset material. Um, they had, a, they did not give a great effort versus Illinois in the Big Ten tournament. Um. I think that I think this is, I think they could I mean I'm not gonna say it's confirmed and mark it down but I I think it's gonna be a, to, at the very least a close game. Uh, they're, gonna, they're gonna get the tail. They're the feathers ruffled. I I don't agree at all. <laughs> I know you don't. I know you got Iowa going far, which is another bogus thing because they're gonna lose at least at Oregon. I have I have Gonzaga. I have Iowa beating Gonzaga and going to the that Final Four. So- if they if Gonzaga beats them, I wouldn't be surprised. However, the reason Illinois, the reason Iowa didn't look good against Illinois is because Kofi was eating Luca for breakfast in the post. I just don't think Grand Canyon has anyone that can go bucket for bucket with Luca in the post. I just don't think they have anyone like Kofi. You know. Kofi Cockburn. Yes. He's kind of a beast. Um, he, and uh, Luca was just shying away from You think it was more of a matchup issue? I do. I do. That is what – I don't think they match up well against Illinois. Which is why if they, I have them actually – I actually have Iowa in my national championship game against Illinois, and I have them losing. <laughs> you know Iowa's not getting there, man. I think people are sleeping on the Hawkeyes. Hey, uh, well, listen. Who knows? March Madness is a is always a, a shit show. Oh, excuse my language. Wow, wow. We are a non-explicit show, Swazi pal. Well, actually, on your episodes, you do mark them as explicit time to time, so I wouldn't say that's entirely true. Um, I will say this: March Madness this year, more than ever, is, is unpredictable, right? We were seeing a lot of teams get hit with the COVID and it's true. and, and they play COVID. less games and. And, you know, some, even some, like, you got the Ivy League and I've been playing. I mean, they're always fun. So, I don't know. I, I think there's a whole bunch of uncertainty. I'm excited to watch. I hope Grand Canyon wins. I could be wrong. I hope they uh, don't. I probably will be wrong. Uh, but, 
that's the fun of it, right? Hey, I cheer for madness. I really do. At the end of the day, that's that's how we do. That's how you should, Brian, because now I start PEP, right? Yes. yes. Swazi pal. You should, you should root for madness, Brian, because you know it's very it's it's, it's, a, it's a very slim chance. You have a very slim chance every year of having your bracket really do anything special, so you might as well just hope for craziness. I agree. Uh, Swazi pal, I have a question. Yes, Harrison. Um, will you give us your final four prediction? Hmm, I'm gonna have to decline that one. You tend to be there, Harrison, huh? <laughs> Harrison's Come been trying to pry away at me all day at my picks. Come on. I tell you, I keep my cards, my cards close to my chest. Yeah, well, that's fair. Well, will we be able to, if we listen to Manzi and Tros tomorrow, we'll be able to get those. Will you reveal your cards then, or are you still gonna keep them close? I will reveal some of my cards. <laughs> so why don't you why don't you give us one of the fifty two in the deck right now? Or maybe what I'll do tomorrow is I'll shuffle my cards around and just pick a random one and and reveal that to the crowd. But so why don't you do that right now? It's definitely not going to be. Uh, you're not going to see the whole deck. So why don't you uh, shuffle around the cards right now and give us one? You want one? You want one prediction? Yes. Um. I want you to know this, okay? I'm actually, listening. Honestly, I'm, not, I, I, I'm still trying to think of what I'm going to tell you. Um, uh, there's so many things. Ah, Is, let me get, let me just. What's one thing for your guys' brackets that, that might, might alarm me? I put favorite book, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Diaries, just as like a added like the top fifty two books. Oh oh the NCAA. Um really Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter for your Sorry. You would know. You did a presentation on it. I did a presentation on it. I read the book, great book. Uh, I don't know if you read it. I don't think I read it, but I looked at the cover and it's uh, it was interesting. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, stop. That's distraction, all right? That's, that's distraction at its finest. Okay? Well, well, actually, let me ask you this. Who do you have, Syracuse or San Diego State? Syracuse. Interesting. I have San Diego State in my Elite Eight. There you go. That's my prediction. Uh, you know what's interesting? I actually don't mind that San Diego State uh, Elite Eight pick. I had them uh, in, a bracket, in, my, in my bracket a couple days ago. I had them there. They've won 14 yeah, like, in a row, Will. I know. I know. Look, look. look I, I actually, I, I, unlike your Iowa pick, I think that's a solid pick. Um, Thank you. I appreciate it. So, so good. Oh, um, Will, uh, who do you have, UCSB or Creighton? That one I, I, just, uh, I will not disclose. He's not going to disclose that, Harrison. Well, do you have UCSB because we both do? That one I will not disclose. He's not really? Gonna disclose it, Harrison. Respect the man. Well, how far do you have LSU respect, going? Respect the man, Harrison. How far do you have LSU going? LSU is an interesting team. They are. You know, every year I I tell my friends, you better play, you better pay darn close attention to that SEC tournament. Right. It is a massive indicator of what may go down in the in, in the big one. In the big right? dance, sure. Yeah, in the big, the big one. Dance. And that's all I'll say about LSU. Okay. Okay, I think we got a good uh, indication there. Thank you for that. <laughs> what? I don't know. He doesn't know. Don't be assuming. Don't be 
Yes, Swazi pal. I, I, you know, as you guys may have heard, this is unrelated to college basketball. Okay. We, I don't know if you guys have discussed this on the show tonight, but uh, there's some breaking news yesterday. Uh, LeBron James uh, became a part owner of the Boston Red Sox. He did. Right? He did. Did you guys have you guys talked about this yet? We have no, not. we have not. We're gonna talk about it after. We can talk about it now if you'd like. I, I just, I just want to throw out my opinion. I think initially. I was pissed. Mm. I was pissed because I kind of, I don't have a hatred for LeBron, but I have a general disdain for his existence. Mm. If that's more of a lighter way of putting it, huh? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I was a little bit bummed, and especially considering that, like, it's not like Boston is very fond of LeBron James. Mm. No, we are not. And, you know, the Boston fans, they, they said, no, specifically Boston sports fans, right? Um, but I was thinking about it. I, just kind of, I almost took a more, uh, started thinking about it in a more humanitarian way, and I realized that, look, the Boston Red Sox have kind of developed this reputation for being a racist organization, racist fan base in mm. recent years. Yes, I mean, this is very some, true. A couple, uh, about five years back, we saw there had some racist sign at, at, during a Red Sox game, someone pulled out. Yeah. Um, the Torrey Hunter, Detroit Tigers outfielder claimed that someone called him the N-word and, yep. mm. uh, during the ALCS. Um, I mean, we were actually, uh, it's an interesting fact, we were like the last team in the entire MLB to sign an African-American player to our roster. Uh, so there's a long history there. I think yeah. Boston gets a rap in general, um, you know, just, just for being sort of a racist city. Mm. Uh, so I think maybe this is actually a step in the right direction. Why not? I mean, if you're if you're gonna you know make a move towards um, sort of diversifying your ownership group, why, why not bring in the, probably one of the most influential black men in, in the world? Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I, I'd I, agree I, with I, that. I, I admire LeBron James in that sense. So I, that's yeah. that's, that's he, how he I feel that. I don't I don't have to like him, and I don't think we have to sit here and be like, no, now because LeBron's in Boston, like he's our guy. No, fuck, no, I, I, f that. Because mm. I, I still hate him just as, a, as, a, as a competitive sports fan. But I, right. I, can, I, I can look at it in that light, and I can have some appreciation. So I just wanted to say uh, that. Yeah, I, I think um, Boston sports fans should be happy. The Red Sox have been lackluster in the past few seasons. They need uh, someone who's going to bring the winning tradition back. Bron Braun knows how to win. And more importantly... Does he? He does. He's he coming up fresh off an NBA championship, and... Listen, this is going to get the Red Sox national, if not global, attention on a consistent basis. It's good for them. Anyway, you slice it. I don't, I don't buy the winning culture nonsense. This is baseball. Yeah. I don't think he's a dude. Like, what is he going to do? He's just going to hype him he's up. He's going to wear a jersey, and he's going to post stories on his Instagram. It, no, he'll bring, he'll bring the winning culture back. They'll, oh, we're going no, to play. He just for, wants to make some money. Let's we're going to play for LeBron. Who wants to play for LeBron in Boston? Uh, Boston. Who knows? You might come to the Celtics. Baseball players, I don't think they're like, I don't know. I don't don't buy that because the Red Sox have have always been been an attractive free agent destination for guys in baseball. Um, Like, regardless of whether or not LeBron James Mm. is here. I don't know. Torrey Hunter wouldn't want to come here. No, certainly. Maybe that kind of lends itself back to what I said. Maybe maybe his. That reputation has sort of surfaced again. Maybe guys have been like hesitant. It's true. Harrison, what do you think? I'm personally not a fan of it whatsoever. I do agree with what Will said. Boston definitely has a racist past, and this is definitely 
good for the city, but as a Boston sports fan, I cannot stand LeBron James or anything that man does, and it upsets me greatly. And it upsets me more that these quote-unquote Celtics fans who love LeBron James are rejoicing right now. I just think he's going to be a great great piece of the Red Sox organization. I don't think he'll do anything. This guy, B... He's more of a LeBron fan than a Celtics fan, Harrison. Yes, that is uh, very true. I don't think that's true. You know, there's records saying that actually, he was not upset. Evidence uh, to the contrary. Yes, wasn't he not upset when the Celtics lost Game Seven against LeBron? I recall, yeah, I, I was shaking like up. Was wasn't was he? Up. No, no, no. no. Let, me, let me guess what his reaction was. Oh no, LeBron dunked again! Damn it! I was shaking up. I was. <laughs> Let's, let's, let's not lie. Okay, like, it's okay to be like, oh, I was a little disappointed. But, like, to say you were shaking up is legitimately an outright lie. I was shaking up. I was shaking up. I wanted, I, I, actually, you think? I wanted Tatum and the boys to win it. No, you didn't. I did. No, you didn't. You were like a, you're like a piece of lettuce. You are, <laughs> you are just like you're a piece just, of lettuce. Just water. There's no substance. Just water, <laughs> no substance. Hey, water's good for you. Listen, listen. You can use a little I, more I, vitamin I, me in my life, huh? I appreciate you respecting our time. We um, love talking to you, Swazi pal. I just wanted to say, I, I just think you look really good tonight. I agree. I saw him earlier. He does look really good. Ah, no, see, Harrison saw me during the daytime, so it actually wouldn't be an accurate statement to say I look good tonight because he hasn't seen me tonight. Uh, do we have a song dropping? We do. Um, this Friday at midnight, I've been dropping a couple trailers on my Big Burst Instagram page. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, wait, are you Big Burst? I'm Big Burst. Uh, wow. Well, the people know that. That's my name. We're a, we're a pretty um, unstoppable rap tandem, and we're dropping a great new single this Friday, Silver Spoon. It's true. Um, available on all platforms. Um, it's gonna. It's a lot. It's a lot of fun. The song. Um, a lot of fun a song. Yeah. Uh, Swazi Bell, I have a question. Yes. So on your, I can't understand. Is it dropping Thursday night or Friday night? Harris, I think you know the answer to that question. No, I actually can't figure it out. Is it Friday yeah, at midnight? Harrison, when does music drop? There, well, you said Friday at midnight, so it's confusing. Friday I, at midnight would be Friday at 12 p.m. Can you just, can you just, can you like make a disclaimer post that says Thursday night? Harrison, I don't think people are confused about it. I think people understand that. All right, well, um. I think you're being a dick one. <laughs> no, I'm not. Never well, mind. No, All right. Let's just cut Let's just cut it. Let's just cut it. Let's just cut it. Let's just cut it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Will, we love you. Um, we do love you, Will. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> Miss you too. Miss you too, Will. Uh, I'll see you soon. Um, farewell. All right. Farewell, farewell buddy. Also, one last thing. Yeah. I do. I, I, I actually, you know, I, I had some harsh words to say about Ryan Chase tonight. I actually love the kid, but I can't stand the basketball bullshit. That's the last thing. All okay. Right. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> All right. Bye. Wow. Wow. He came out firing with Ryan. He really did. Good old Swazi pal. Yeah, let's 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 rip it. I'll pull up uh, the details about it. LeBron James is gonna be great for the Boston City, Boston. He is. Who knows? He might end up buying the Celtics. When all said and done. I really hope not.
By the way, Jordan never did any of this while he's playing. I don't think. Not that it means anything. Yeah, yeah. So that's to his legacy. I'll say that. I'll say that. All right. So the Patriots made a big splash in the first day of free agency. They really did. Um, anyone out there keeping track, you know that too. Uh, so we're going to run through some of the big names that were signed. Would you like to start it off? Uh, Smith and Henry. It's going to the tight end duo. McDaniels bringing back the tight end tandem. I love it. Smith is great. Um, a little bit of an expensive deal, but I think he's fine. I think with two talented tight ends in there, it's, it's reminiscent of the Rob human golden retriever Gronkowski and, unfortunately, Aaron Hernandez, double murderer. Double murderer. Uh, but it's going to be really talented. Um, I love the Aguilar and Bourne signing as well. Cam's got some weapons to throw to. Unlike many of my counterparts, I'm in the Cam Newton camp. I think he's going to really improve next year when he has weapons to throw to. There'll still be a couple balls to the feet, but you know, we're going to move past that. He's obviously not a long-term solution, but I think we're a playoff team. Uh, yeah, I think we're definitely a playoff team. Um, you see, I, I want to be on the Cam train. But it, you got to understand that it's hard for a lot of people to be on that train after watching what we watched last year. No, I just have faith. But yes, no, there's definitely faith. Second year in the system, you could definitely expect some improvements. I just don't know how big those improvements are going to be. A couple wins. Yeah, a right. couple wins. So what do you what do you think our record's going to be mm-hmm. this upcoming season? If there's 17 games, we'll be we'll be 12 12 and five. 12 and five, really? Yeah. If there's 16 games, we'll be right. 11. And I was five. thinking 11 and six, so very close. Yep, yep, yep. No, they're good, and um, fortunately we're going to lose David Andrews and Tooney. To, uh, but we got the backup. I'm not really too worried about the offensive line, and we just signed Van Noy. That defense is going to be yeah, that is, uh, fierce with Hightower and Chung big move right coming there. back in. I do kind of agree with Ryan uh, that Mills is a little overrated. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think Belichick um, uses defensive pieces – better than most and I think he's gonna put him in places where he can succeed and he's he's very much Belichick has been known to um get the most out of his players. So if he likes him, uh, I like him. Um what do you think we're gonna do with our pick in the draft, pick number fifteen? Uh I don't think we're taking a quarterback. No, I don't think so either. Uh I hope we do. I don't know. I I maybe some O line help. I'm I'm not honestly sure. Yeah, well, well we will see. We'll definitely have uh Episode talking about the draft when it comes around. So, could be looking out for that. Yeah, yeah. How about Dave Lillard last night? Huh? How about Dame Lillard last night? What do you want me to say? I just, that was What do you impressive. want me to say? Seriously, what do you want me to say? That was really impressive. Yes, it was a good, it was a good game. Yes. You know, not just a good game, Harrison. It was a fantastic individual performance. Probably the best of the year by if anyone. I'm, if I'm correct, they uh, came back 17, five minutes left, right? Uh, not only that, Harrison, he had 50 points on 20 shots. Yes, I know he had 50 points. That's never been done before in the history of the 50 points and 10 assists has literally never been done before in the history of the NBA. In the Since we've been playing basketball, nobody has done what Damian Lillard did last night. That is the best individual performance of the season. It is? That is insane. And he's the be- clutchest player in the league. Dame has the city of Portland on his back. It's unreal. It is unreal. And, you know, I just wanted to show you out, Damie. 
I think you had, you think you're still underappreciated. Yeah, he is definitely still underappreciated. But I'm not a fan. Why not? Because all this jibber-jabber about him versus Steph. I don't like it. Why? What do you mean, why? Because it's a lot of nonsense. Mm-hmm. And this year, it's shaping up to be in Dame's favor so far. Yes, mm-hmm. I understand. He's the most points scored in the league right now. Um, also, his team's better with and the worst team cast. his better, but they just got CJ back, too. So I'm sure that'll make an impact. Probably. I think he's... Well, actually, I, I'm actually curious. I bet he's averaging more than Curry now. Or at least close. He's averaging a little more than Curry. I think he's averaging 30 points something, and Curry's averaging 29 points something. So, wow. Wow. One great, point. Great players. Yes, they're both great players. And let's leave it at that. Damn's better. Okay, they see. There you go. She's causing a ruckus. What, what are we finishing with? 113. Well, it's been a pleasure, my friends. Glad um, to have you back. It's good to be back in March with a bracket in my hand. I love it. May the madness begin. We will be back next week to talk about results and the next round, so look forward to that. Yep. Oh, also, we're going to be posting a bracket challenge on our Twitter. You guys are feel free to join. We will be giving the winner $5, so go ahead and click the link on that. We're going to post it tonight. All right. Peace. Peace out, guys.